Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Luna Lover the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine. And in today's episode, we're exploring the Scorpio lunar eclipse. The Scorpio lunar eclipse will take place on Saturday, May 6, at 3.34 a.m. in Sydney, Friday, May 5, at 6.34 p.m. in London, and 1.34 p.m. in New York. All right, where to start? <laughs> this eclipse is part of a series of eclipses that we have been working with since November 2021. You uh, may be noticing similar themes or lessons coming up at this time that were coming up back then and since then, really. You know, funny, just as I sat down to write the notes for the podcast, which I always do, FYI, I I always have notes in front of me, my mind was a bit blown, like, as I said that and saw it, November 2021. The dots that I personally can connect back to that time period um, and around certain lessons and themes that are coming up now, it is, like, identical, but with growth and expansion and awareness and personal development thrown into the mix, which is the whole point of these eclipses, right? So perhaps your mind is being blown too as you look back from November 2021 until now. Um, We have one more eclipse in this particular cycle of the Taurus-Scorpio lunar nodal axis and that's happening in late October. Yeah, and then we're done skis. (laughs) We're done skis with the Taurus-Scorpio nodal axis. Before we dive into what we can expect with this eclipse... It is worth contemplating what has come up for you in the period between eclipses. We had the Aries solar eclipse on April 20. And the space from then until this next eclipse on May 5, May 6, depending on where you are, it's a very, very, very potent time. Perhaps just as potent as the eclipses themselves. I would not be surprised if the truth has been illuminated in various ways for many of you. What tends to happen, especially with Scorpio eclipses, is things that have been hidden 
even purposefully hiding out in the shadows. Yeah, anything that has not been seen or has been avoiding being seen is likely to be revealed in unexpected ways. Now, this is never as a punishment, although it could feel like that if the truth is painful, but it's always for your benefit, yeah, to prime you for the push into your next chapter, which is what the eclipse is going to bring. Now, as a reminder, eclipses are acceleration points and destiny launch pads, yeah? And they will almost always push you in the correct karmic direction. There's a certain level of trust and surrender that we must call on at these times because the truth of it is that almost always it's kind of uncomfortable. And this particular one is likely to feel unexpected, Because we have Uranus in the mix. Yes, Uranus is the planet of change, often the unexpected kind. (laughs) It's also the planet of awakening, innovation and freedom. In terms of how it will play out during this eclipse, I'm thinking of an unexpected awakening that will reveal the ways in which transformation needs to take place. Because it's Scorpio... And Scorpio is all about death and rebirths. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the unexpected change and awakenings are around endings. If this is what is playing out for you, do your best to trust that everything is happening exactly how it should be. And that this ending, however unexpected, is making way for a destiny-fueled new beginning. Lunar eclipses, they often clear a path for us. At first, it looks like we're losing something, but a change in perception will tell you that obstacles that FYI aren't actually serving you are being removed so that you may move forward. You are being looked after, my love, I promise you. Your role is to trust the timing. Refrain from resisting and reacting. Just observe. And this is not to say that you can't have a reaction or have feelings about what's happening. You should, really. You know, you definitely got to feel what's coming up and feelings will come up. But just know that this is all part of a bigger plan. And the more you fight it or try and control it or become the victim of it, the harder it will be. Find the freedom that comes from having faith. The freedom you're granted when you realize that you cannot control the uncontrollable. The freedom of surrendering to the timing of your life and most of all the freedom of being receptive to what the universe is trying to show you. Scorpio is deep and transformative. There are no surface level, superficial, mild changes that happen during a Scorpio lunar eclipse. This is the phoenix rising from the ashes type shit, yeah? (laughs) For this process to occur in the most seamless fashion, 
Releasing and letting go must be at the forefront of your movements. We are not going to have another Scorpio lunar eclipse like this for another couple of decades. So really use this energy. And I don't know, it's probs going to go out with a bang. Yeah, Scorpio is like, this is my last hurrah for another decade, another two decades. Yeah, it's like, it's roughly 18 years. All right, so it's likely to put on a bit of a show, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. We're here to grow. We're here to expand. And again, this bang (laughs) that Scorpio is going out with is nothing to fear. It's your acceleration forward. I'm not sure if I said it here or on a subscriber episode. I'm getting very confused uh, all the time. So I'm so sorry about that. But you are always only ever dealt lessons that both you and the universe, who conspired together, mind you, know that you're capable of. When you can come to terms with that and lean into the discomfort, this is when the big, bold, beautiful transformations occur. Scorpio loves psychological depths and deep, penetrative, intense emotions. If you've ever dated a Scorpio or you are a Scorpio, you will know that. So yeah, there could be a bit of experiencing shifts on all levels, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, and 100% energetically. Scorpio also loves revealing what's been hiding in the shadows. So this could be things you've been hiding from yourself or others. Either way, allow them some time in the light. Now, let's go back to Uranus for a hot minute. Uranus, who's hanging out with this eclipse, isn't subtle, right? She is loud and she is playing very close to the sun which is going to be opposite the moon because it's a full moon. Look, again, think unexpected surprises. Not good, not bad, just a bit, huh, hmm, wasn't expecting that. (laughs) What a surprise. (laughs) Now, days after the eclipse on May 9, Uranus is going to make an exact conjunction with the sun, a Uranus Kazemi. And we might just get a second surge of that same eclipse energy on that day. Yeah, so we've got the eclipse happening Friday, Saturday. And then, I'm just getting my calendar up. And then on the Tuesday, May 9, we could have another little another little episode, right? Something to keep in mind. I don't want anything that I've said to alarm you. Remember, We're being empowered by these transits, growing and expanding through these transits. I spoke about this in last week's episode. If you missed it, go and have a listen. And even though there might be discomfort and we're not all great at surrendering and not being in control, (laughs) all of this is happening for our benefit, not our detriment. Go about your life like you normally would. Just be conscious that there is a lot of energy swirling around. So if you can rest and retreat, you should. I have my best friend's 40th on the night of the solar eclipse. So uh, pray for me. But you guys eat well, (laughs) sleep more, socialize conservatively and drink heaps and heaps and heaps of water. 
If you're experiencing your nodal return, this means you will have your north node in Taurus and your south node in Scorpio. You guys will likely feel this deeply. Yeah. But again, know this is like the crescendo of this nodal return you've been going through. And it will all start making sense after October of this year. All right, let's have a look at some ways to work with the Scorpio lunar eclipse. All right, I've, I've alluded to, or not alluded to, I've been blatantly obvious about it. Uh, truth and honesty is a big part of Scorpio energy, yeah? And I really want you to think about that during this eclipse. Not am I being honest, am I telling the truth, but more like am I being honest about this situation? Am I showing up with honesty? Am I being honest with myself about it? Am I being honest with other people? It's really going to be a theme and something that will be highlighted for you. So I want you to really think about it. I shared in the subscriber episode this week that I had had a truth illuminated to me um, in this in-between period before the eclipse. And on the day that the truth came out, I was just so thrown by it, right? It was a real shock to me and I'm a pretty smart cookie, (laughs) but I had been deceived. Um, And at the time, freak, it felt painful and it felt confronting, but I'm recording this on Tuesday. So that's only two days later. And um, I feel clarity. I feel calm. I feel so incredibly grateful. Um, that I know the truth and I can see what the gift of all of it was, right? And so I just want you to know that when you are having those moments of uncomfortability and discomfort, is that they're the same thing? The latter is the better way to say it. When you're having moments of discomfort, um, just give it some time. Yeah. Give it some time, give it some space. And this is why I say, don't react. Let yourself feel the feelings, definitely. Journal it out if you can to get a bit of perspective. But um, try not to react in the moment because the eclipse will help you see what you need to see. All right? But be honest with yourself first and foremost. Uh, What else? Psychic energy, right? Um, Scorpio is the psychic of the zodiac and psychic energy is always heightened under an eclipse. So a Scorpio eclipse, hello, hello, psychic downloads. Plus, we've also got Mercury in retrograde at the moment, and we all know that that um, expands and heightens our intuition. So, yeah, really be open to what messages are coming in for you. Um, And if you're trusting something, if you just know, you know, like really trust that. My psychic powers have been scaring the crap out of me the last couple of weeks. And I mean that in a good way, but it's been so on point. Uh, It's scary. Um, And I think for a really long time, I'm sure I've spoken about this before, I shut down a lot of my um, psychic powers because I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It scared me a little bit, Um, but the more I open myself up to it now, uh, the clearer it comes through, the more often it comes through. If you've had a natal chart reading with me, you'll know it comes through in natal chart readings all the time. Um, But really be open to it 
during this eclipse, right? Because uh, it's there. There's this very, very thin veil between the earthly plane and all of those otherworldly planes. And then, of course, it is a full moon and a lunar eclipse and releasing and letting go is a non-negotiable. All right. So some sort of releasing and letting go ritual is the perfect thing to do at this time. If you're an Ascendant subscriber of the podcast, we have a beautiful lunar eclipse circle where I'll be guiding you through a releasing and letting go ritual. It's going to be really, really powerful at this time. Um, And I think what's important for everybody is like, just have a look at what you're holding on to for dear life. Yeah, that's always a clue that you're not trusting, that you're in a state of fear. And that's what we want to release and let go of. So if you want to do that ritual on your own, you go ahead and do so. If you want to join me as an Ascendant subscriber, uh, there's a link in the show notes uh, to subscribe to the podcast or there's a link in the bio of the Lunar Lover Instagram, which is at Lunar Double underscore Lover. And speaking of trusting, trusting in the timing of things is a big eclipse theme And I just want to make a point of it. Um, We have so many expectations put on us about when things should be happening in our life. And these societal expectations or familial expectations or maybe they're expectations you put on yourself take us away from our innate intuition our innate connection to universal cycles, our innate connection to our own timings, right? It messes with our natural instincts to trust and go with the flow. It's been a huge, huge, huge life lesson for me. And I'm finally in this stage where, you know, I've tried to control timings for too long and to no avail, And the more I try and control the timings, the further away they get from me. And so now I'm just one big receptive trust pot. (laughs) You know, just as I was typing this episode, that particular part talking about the trusting in the timings of your life, I got a notification from CoStar, which I got to say is mostly... Um, off, I find, with their little daily messages that they send. I get a bit um, annoyed with them sometimes, especially because the grammar is always a little bit weird. But anyway, anyway, this isn't a shit on CoStar moment. It's actually going, CoStar got it right. So as I was typing out the trusting in the timings of your life, um, it sent me a little message that said, the only way to love anything is to realize that you don't have to own it right? So yes, it could have been worded better, but it's basically like we can't own and control anything that we truly love or trust in, right? That's not love. That's not faith. That's fear, right? And we're stepping away from it under this eclipse. All right, what else? Um, I think that's it. As always, observe, journal, be honest with yourself, And allow the endings to occur so that the rebirths can happen. My Embodying Your Natal Chart workshop is coming up on May 23rd. 
If you haven't booked into that yet, you're going to want to, trust me, you can book in via the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. Uh, Natal chart readings, of course, are always available. The first available at the moment is in July. If you want to ask me a question about something that's come up for you over eclipse season or perhaps something else is going on in your life and you think astrology could offer some insights, book in to ask me a question. Uh, I also have two spaces for astrology consultancy slash coaching slash mentoring, whatever you want to call it. If that's something you're interested in, just head to the link in the show notes or directly to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so for as little as $8 a month and you get access to an extra bonus episode every week. And if you become an Ascendant member, you also get access to that audio moon circle to help you harness the energy of each and every moon. If you enjoyed this episode, share it to Instagram and tag me at Jordana Levine and Luna Lover at Luna double underscore lover. Or you know what? I'm also open to word of mouth. If you just want to tell your friends about the podcast, that's cool too. I'm happy with that. All right, my loves, I will be back next week with an interview episode. And then after that, we've got, what are we, what are we up to? It'll be a new moon in Taurus, a Taurus new moon and the Gemini season episode. Okay, that's all going to be one episode. Sorry, I'm doing the schedule in my head. Yes, because we had two Aries new moons, uh, it shifted everything a little bit. So we'll have a Gemini season episode and a Taurus new moon episode in the one episode. Oh my God, how exciting. All right, my loves, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.